0: You're listening to Once, Episode 19, Dreamy Initial Reactions. Welcome back to another episode of the Once Upon a Time podcast. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. I'm Dan Flynn. And I'm Jenny. And we're so happy to have you with us. We just finished watching the episode Dreamy. And so these are just our initial reactions. Not a full review and full investigation of every single little detail and screenshot comparisons and all of that stuff. That's what the regular episodes are for. And we'll be recording our regular review of Dreamy this week. It will be Wednesday evening at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, live over at Noodle.mx. So we hope you'll join us for that.
1: For our analysis of what were the actual shades of the fairies' dresses in that <laughs> beginning scene. And were they the same as later
0: on? It could actually be important. Whatever. Okay, so you guys are pretty skeptical about this episode. <laughs> you didn't really Critical. like it by from what I'm hearing. No.
2: I, I didn't say that.
0: No, I said that. I said that. You were thinking. (laughs) I asked our chat room and we do this live, our initial reactions live about 9.30 p.m. Eastern time after the showing of Once Upon a Time in Eastern and Central Time. We do this live over at noodle.mx slash live. I asked the chat room about it and we've got a bunch of people in there right now. And many of them were saying I liked it as an episode. Some were saying it was nice to see the backstory of a side character. And realize, we haven't really done that much. True. We've introduced characters for their backstory. Right. But we've not seen these backstories for side characters that we've seen several times, but no backstory. True. It was interesting.
1: Now, I have to say, I wondered partway through if I would be a little bit more entertained had we not had the prediction of the basically the entire plot last week based on the title of the episode i don't i don't think we made the prediction one of our fans was perhaps a little too smart and sent in
0: <laughs> no it was in the forums oh it was someone, the forum yeah someone over at oncepodcastcom com slash forums had suggested that from the title dreamy maybe this was about grumpy and it was a very reasonable guess it was because there was i'm pretty sure uh the spot when grumpy was in the prison and snow white was in there and that was in episode i don't know episode a while back and grumpy said something like they used to call me dreamy or or i wasn't always grumpy or I used I, to could,
2: I could see him saying they used to call me dreamy, but I don't think I picked that up.
0: Yeah, like, I don't think they actually said that. But he I, might have said something like "I was dreamy-eyed." No, he with said love they
3: used or, to. I thought for sure they said that they used to call him dreamy. I'd like to find that out for sure. That's what I thought too. Actually, with the <laughs> I didn't know the title was dreamy until we had mentioned it.
0: In our chat room, Riddle Raven is saying, he said, I wasn't always grumpy, but he didn't say dreamy. Interesting. So I think from that alone, that gave us the clue. And also his saying at the end of that episode gave us the clue that the dwarves' names kind of fit their personality. And that's why he said stuff about, uh, I need my pain. It makes me who I am. Yeah. I'm grumpy.
1: I like the signs of pre-planning for the season. I just didn't like the execution of this episode. I, I would agree. It has replaced True North as my least favorite episode.
2: <laughs> I just, I thought that the fairy that um, Grumpy liked was kind of annoying. Like she was all giggly and clumsy. I guess she was supposed to be that way. And Nova. why didn't she just fly up and get her bag?
0: <laughs> because she was so clumsy. Yeah, That's the thing. She's a fairy. She sees her bag going toward the fire and, oh no, what am I going to do? She doesn't think, oh, hey, I can fly. And I'll it, pick up my did bag. Did she have
1: wings when she was full size?
2: She, I don't know. Oh, hmm. yeah, I was going to ask that too. Ooh. Why is she so big? Because you remember the blue fairy was tiny when she was I think was they can just talking. change their
3: size. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Just like, I think, uh,
0: Sleeping I Beauty. In Sleeping Beauty, there were three fairies in Sleeping oh. Beauty, oh, yeah, and they would I often change their size from little to big. Huh. Oh, that's right.
2: I wonder if, if Pinocchio's blue fairy is going to be the same blue fairy from Sleeping Beauty. Probably.
0: You think so? Wait, wait. from Sleeping Beauty? From no. Sleeping
2: Beauty, there was a red fairy, a green fairy, and a blue fairy. That's true.
0: I'm thinking it's going to be the same blue fairy we've seen so far, because that's the blue fairy that went to Geppetto. I mean, to... Um, yeah, but she could that's be the both. Same, that's yeah.
2: the same fairy I'm talking about.
0: Oh, okay. It's a little funny, too,
3: because the three fairies from Sleeping Beauty looked like nuns. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Oh, the whole nun yeah. thing.
1: That was like writer's inside joke right there.
0: With the nuns?
1: Yeah, because they made it... They had Mary Margaret walk into the diner, and she's act. She sounds like she's she's speaking on behalf of the nuns. And in the early drafts of the script, she
0: was going to be a nun. They were calling her Sister Mary Margaret. Yeah, and she yeah. even introduced herself that way. Um, to people that she said, I'm going to be Sister Mary Margaret.
1: Grumpy calls her sister.
0: Well, He calls everybody
1: sister. Well, it's so what he says, says later, yeah. but you know that they were laughing when they wrote that.
0: But <laughs> I think my original theory of that stands true. And I think, in a sense, I have to say I was right. I think oh I was. Is that this school is some kind of religious associated school, like Catholic or something like that, but where they doesn't... call the people sister maybe not even necessarily that they are all nuns but that she by participating and teaching there it's kind of like i went on a missions trip once and anyone there that was a preacher was suddenly called brother <laughs>
3: yeah but they don't call her sister mary margaret and You And had mary margaret say out of all people you picked her and i thought i thought she had said a nun but i might have just been thinking Yeah, about she it. did
0: she said a oh, nun.
3: So, so they are nuns though are you just saying they they're nuns. called nuns but you don't think they're nuns
0: at least there's none, nuns Astrid, <laughs> Astrid, the girl that dream or that Leroy was falling in love with. That's her storybook name. Astrid was a nun.
2: Hey, was the, okay. the blue fairy was she in, in storybook? Was she the head nun? Yeah, because I thought I recognized her.
3: She's the one yeah, who she gave was there. Geppetto his was, cricket mm-hmm. personality, but in storybook, the blue fairy yes. in yes. storybook. Oh, she looks very different with nun. her hair not crazy. Are yeah. you asking if you've seen her in Storybrooke? Yes. Oh, I missed her. She I was... think
2: she's the head nun, because I, I think I recognized her face. Huh, she was the one who different... said, you have to fix this. She was the grumpy nun. <laughs>
0: Everybody's got grumpies. <laughs> yeah, and some people might feel that way after this episode. But it, <laughs> I'm grumpy. I think it was a good episode <laughs> that moved... Yeah.
1: No. That gave us
0: little, little <laughs> yeah. things. It's not a fantastic episode, yeah. No, it, it wasn't. <laughs> it seemed hokey quite a bit. And yeah. I watched just today, we're recording this on Sunday, right after Once Upon a Time aired, there was the Paley Fest earlier today, and I got to watch that live today and was tweeting Wee. a bunch from that. We Oh yeah, that's right, Jenny watched it with me. <laughs> and they said in there, they said a couple of things, is that the writers... Uh, Adam Kitsis, or Adam Horowitz and Ed Kitsis were there, and they said that they see these tweets and these blog posts from people saying, uh, come on, why aren't you doing this and stuff? And they've said, we can't always move the story along so no, fast.
1: And I get that. And they've always managed to give us a little something. And this, the story was there. It's the execution. When it came on, it should have had the rating up in the corner that they do on broadcast TV, it should have said Y7. You know, I felt like it should have been on Saturday morning when it first started and yeah. I get what they were doing there, but it was just, yeah, I'm I don't getting know. frustrated I wasn't <laughs> with how we have something that's very like
3: dark and and you, you feel for the characters more and it definitely has this more of a dark tone to it. And then you do have this, which was completely different and seemed more kiddish and, didn't really reach, I don't know. It didn't really reach me too much. It was too, too, uh, I, don't know, I, I keep saying the word kiddish, but that's pretty much the way I thought of it. And I really wish they would stick with a theme and either keep that dark, dark, darker tone, more like realistic personality to the way they live and, and the past stories as opposed to flip-flopping it.
0: This is a family drama though. That's, and they pointed out, that out today in the fairy and the Haley fest is that of all of the 20 new dramas that launched this season, Once Upon a Time is the number one drama, and it's also the number one drama for families to watch together. So they're doing this for a family audience. They can't always be so dark. They've, they've typically struck a
1: pretty good balance. They've made us very tense. <laughs> I'm thinking specifically of Hard as a Lonely Hunter. But yeah.
2: That also made some people cry, I'll bet. Yeah. Graham.
3: Do you think they're going to try to stay away from that? Like, from some of their back episodes that they've done that were more dark? Or do you think they're just going to flip-flop back and forth? They'll
1: certainly come back to it. See, what we we didn't have tonight is a lot of the, you know, and no offense to the people who were featured, but we didn't have much in the way of the people that we have come to appreciate and the people who are extremely good in their roles and whose characters have been developed, we didn't have those people in the show very much tonight. Well, you had Mary Margaret, but she had a very weak person, uh, weak character. Yeah, the script, not the script was not great. Like she didn't do bad, it just yeah, she didn't have anything to shine with what she was given. I remember liking Grumpy before, but there were some lines tonight that I first thought were poorly delivered, but then I realized. You know, the director should have said, "You know what? Don't say that word. Don't say it quite that way. It just something felt rushed about certain lines, or really awkward, and you know, sort of a campy." Well, or like me, I work in the mines. Oh, that was brilliant. You also joked about. <laughs> we already knew that <laughs> the uh, the candles being lit
3: afterward with the fireflies. Like, thank you for you know <laughs> oh, yeah. not
1: that? pointing that out again <laughs> they showed the candles and it was like the firefly scene and i I don't know if i'd have made the connection in my mind you said it and i was like oh yeah that's cool but then suddenly they kind of faded in the firefly effect over the scene and i was like is that really happening or is it not because
0: i think it could have really been happening a kind of crossover thing similar to we've seen um like the crickets coming in oh yeah when there weren't any crickets before, maybe there hadn't been fireflies before this night. Maybe the fireflies came in and that's what brought the crickets.
1: <laughs> well, the firefly effect was so strange in fairy tale. I was hoping they were fairy tale fireflies. If that's how they look in Storybrooke 2, you might need to work on that a little bit. <laughs> you know what I want to know? firefly down? effect.
2: <laughs> Why does Mr. Gold dislike nuns?
0: Yes. Because they're that's... fairies. And no. he's got bad dealings with fairies. There's some kind of history there. And they were talking about this in the chat room before we started about maybe the reason why Stiltskin killed Cinderella's fairy godmother is Rumpelstiltskin is on some rampage against fairies <laughs> for some reason. Probably right? for I'm a reason. Rampage I, I think that's what I just funny. said. <laughs> yeah. Well, what
2: does fairy dust do? It makes the whole world happy, right? Makes Grumpies into
3: dreamies. <laughs> it makes people who aren't supposed to love be able to love and then be told not to love. Maybe, he's, maybe he
2: wants to gain all the power to grant wishes, to make deals. Because fairy dust, isn't that what grants wishes?
1: Something yeah, like part, that. Yeah, part of it, yeah. It's... Or it can turn enemies into oh, beetles that you can step on. Bad fairy that's dust. Bad fairy dust. Bad fairy dust. I wonder how you get bad fairy dust. Oh, no. If you get good fairy dust from Dwarves in the Mines...
0: Well, there probably are bad fairies too. And maybe that's why Rumpelstiltskin is bitter against fairies. And we're even, we're just assuming he's bitter against fairies because we're assuming that's why he doesn't like nuns, is because nuns were probably once fairies. Yes. Which so far is not too big of a jump to make. I don't think so. This was also lesson number
1: 14 on love. I wonder if the entire season two will speak about love in every episode, or if they'll pick a new theme.
0: Hope is really their main theme. that That's what they hmm. said in the introduction to the book, Once Upon a Time. Okay. They said the main thing, and even today they said this, hope. And- <laughs> I suppose that's true.
3: Like hope. Aren't the elections being talked about a lot in the news? <laughs> like, hey, let's talk about hope.
2: <laughs> One more thing that really bothers me is that Emma still hasn't picked up on the fact that Mr. Glass... Is lying. I know.
1: And they made Mm. a big deal about her ability to tell whether people were telling the truth or not in the same episode that he's, again, playing Is he
2: enchanted or something?
0: has he actually told a lie yet?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm on your side. He's
2: deceiving her.
0: He said he hates
1: Regina. (laughs) And then he went and stared at her awkwardly (laughs) with her hand on his knee. Yeah,
0: that's true. But when it comes to the phone records... (gasps) He doesn't know that those are fake.
2: Yeah, he does. Yeah, he yes, does. He
0: does.
1: Yeah, that's why yeah. he would say, "Let that's... me get the phone records for you. That that's way, Regina went... can do
2: whatever
0: she
1: wants."
2: Yeah, that's why he went to Regina.
1: The only thing is, if and he's that... actually double crossing Regina, and so he's real, he really is working for Emma. But we don't know which side he's really on, and so maybe. But still, he is doing things, even if that's his overall plan. He's still doing things that are dishonest and emma should pick up on that
2: yeah that bothers me
1: push her to make a decision too about the phone records
3: she was still trying to decide or looks i know regina came to emma but i thought he was trying to push the phone records
2: i i think i know what you're talking about it was that scene when he was giving her the phone records and she said no no i know david he wouldn't do that and he said no it's right here on paper
0: well that's the thing is that emma's power to detect lies does still work because she talked to David and was able to tell that he wasn't lying, but then she sees the phone records, and that's maybe causing her to question that ability yeah. to perceive truth or lie. But it's it's weird because the
3: only time it's ever been ineffective is with Regina and Mister Glass.
1: Is it ineffective with
2: Regina? Is it?
0: Well, I, I mean, I don't think so because remember pilot episode or second episode. There's
3: been times when she's been able to yeah, tell.
0: But... Emma asked Regina, "Do you love him?" And Regina said, of course I do. And she you could just see she the way they looked. It looked like. But tonight she even
3: like Regina mm. came, did the visit, totally said, have you read the phone records yet? You should. And if you were trying to hold things back, I just, it was so oh, yeah. corny, I thought, but right yeah, afterwards she, she able- went and grabbed David. So, I mean, the, she's believing something or not knowing what to believe.
0: Yeah. She's, she's starting to question things and, Which makes me wonder, does Regina know she has that power? Which I don't think so. Because this isn't something that Regina's just planted to try to... I mean, she's planted this, yes. But I don't think she's done that with the intention of confusing Emma. She's done it with the intention of framing David. But not knowing that Emma has this ability to perceive lies.
3: I think Emma's character is getting weaker as far as power and...
0: Well, again... She's questioning some things.
3: Just her role in it, too. It, and yeah, she's the, the sh- sheriff, but... Uh, I don't know. I just feel like she's just being told what to do, and she just follows along. She doesn't have any real say to herself. I don't know. That's, that's the way I, I get from her.
2: She used to defy Regina so much stronger. She you came... What you're saying? Yeah,
3: yeah, first day she came, she was a strong character, and she's just been mm-hmm. getting weaker since working at Storybrooke, and I thought it would have been opposite.
1: Well, clearly this catherine investigation is going to have to continue hopefully it's going to be more intense than it was tonight it could have been much more tense between people than it was for some reason it just wasn't played up very much and it was actually the most interesting part of the episode so
0: well here's the thing only four people know about catherine's disappearance emma david sydney and Regina and Catherine and and the gym teacher <laughs> and Catherine. Yeah. <laughs> or does Catherine know? <laughs> I would think
2: she
3: would know, unless she's a loony underneath the hospital. Oh, well, that's next what to some Bell people cell. Think.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, doesn't Mary Margaret know now?
0: No, she doesn't. Oh. She never knew. She saw David get carried off in the police oh, car,
2: and she was so. She's just like, what? Confused. By
0: know? the way, yeah. do you think Regina wrote "Tramp" again on her car?
1: I think it was just not fully washed off. This was right. just the next day.
0: Yeah, or or soon. Yeah, no, it was right. been two weeks next day. for us.
1: <laughs> I know. Yeah, it was the next day because I they're know. just investigating, and it was all. I forget why I thought that, but it was all one day because right. they were selling the candles. I, well, you, was
2: it? Are you David saying that and, because it looked worn?
0: It's, it's a couple days. It's within a couple or a few sure. days. But, but yeah, it, it was like It was worn. David was
2: scrubbing it off. It looked like it was coming off.
0: Apparently he gave yeah. up a on little that bit. too. Uh. But yeah, remember <laughs> the conversation they had. He was trying to scrub it off of her car mm-hmm. and he didn't finish. It was still almost all there when he was working on it. And mm-hmm. then they had this conversation. Then he left or she left. In some way, they split ways. He wasn't able to finish. So the paint was still on her car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One thing in the chat room they'd mentioned... Going back to the topic of fairies, is Maleficent was a bad fairy? She was. She wasn't just a witch. She was called a bad fairy. Was, was she? I I believe so, because
1: <laughs> I'm going to take them all. Who all the
0: fairies came to Sleeping Beauty to give some kind of wish, and the fairies were saying we're, were hoping against Maleficent, and this has come from but, multiple sources calling Maleficent. Maleficent. Bad didn't fairy. even
2: look like a bad fairy like she didn't even look like a fairy are she we wasn't... talking
0: Maybe that's because she was a bad one are we talking um... disney are we talking original i'm talking, I- I'm disney. talking disney now until okay. i can research the original stories which we'll do more of uh, this week as we get ready to do our full episode on wednesday at 8 30 p.m eastern time by the way mm-hmm.
3: i like how sjm said uh that all the fairies should have i think he said this that the all chat. the fairies should have um yeah sorry in the chat room uh, all the fairies should have gone after, like, Rumpelstiltskin, when he blew up one of the fairies. Like, <laughs> yeah, did they, they retaliate did. or something afterwards? Seriously, they should have, like, done the fairy wars right what? after the ogre the wars fairy or
2: fairy wars? <laughs> Why can't fairies make their own dust? Why do they have to get it know, from the they're, dwarves? They're weak. Then it would be dwarf dust. Not even that. It would be diamond dust.
1: That's what they're hatched for, which we learned happens well, tonight. Whoa, I just realized. And oh, they did mention
0: that in... Dwarves are hatched. <gasps> In Haley Fest today, they said, we wanted to, well, someone asked them from the audience, someone asked, are you relying on the Disney take of the fairy tales or the original take or what? And Adam and Ed responded saying, we're using our own take. And they said, referring to this episode, because when they had the panel question and answers, they had just screened the episode that we watched tonight. So they got to see it. The audience there at Haley Fest got to see it several hours earlier and one of the questions did come up about the egg thing and they said that we have never seen where dwarves come from we've never seen a female dwarf mm. so they just decided let's just say there aren't any female dwarves what lays and, the eggs yeah which came first the dwarf or the egg <laughs>
1: <laughs> and um That's a am sorry good but question.
0: watchy 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 oh my there was a watchy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, was he was the one the that was the watching dude. the
2: eggs. Watchy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, don't forget Stealthy was the first corny. <laughs> well, they don't all have to end in Y. Watchy's <laughs> And Bossy was the name oh, yeah, of the Oh, yeah, Bossy. Now, so one thing that we still haven't seen, though, bossy. that this episode mm-hmm. didn't really cover is there must still be more story to this because, remember, when Grumpy was in the mine, in the prison, he said... I traded my wages for a diamond with the foreman.
2: Yeah, I kept waiting for that to happen.
0: And that never happened. The the whole thing of trading and his being captured and being called a thief and then being thrown in prison, that hasn't happened yet.
1: That's why I was so disappointed by the story. I mean, by his story specifically, I kept thinking, that's it? Oh, good. That's the big epic, he lost his love? next week's going to be a
3: continuation of the exact same story <laughs> just with a few extra details but um i just want to say real quick i see this as the dwarfs who i thought were strong you know guys who hoarded up treasures for themselves type of thing and just they worked hard and they're working men they work for the fairy t- uh the fairies and the fairies just seem to use them to get the pixie dust and everything just seems so, I don't know. I just expected the dwarfs to have a little bit more backbone.
1: Mm, maybe they do. Like, maybe we'll see more of their functions. I mean, didn't she say, did she say at the beginning that the bag was a year's worth?
0: Yeah. And yet it, it seemed
1: like to be coming out pretty fast. I mean, it was a year's worth for them. I don't, I don't know. They worked like I, a week
0: we, out of the year. <laughs>
1: I don't know that we totally understand the way the fairies work, and I, sadly, I don't know that I care. Unlike most of the things that they show us in fairy tale, and, and then the eggs kind of pushed me over the top, and they came so close. Am I am I crazy? Did other people like the eggs?
2: I didn't really like them. and,
0: and they're born fully grown. It's and old. And the egg could have <gasps> fit like and six and which is actually good yeah. for us. But but yeah. it's still. Generally you disappointed with that? <laughs> <laughs> um, One of the other really interesting things in this is we got to see Belle. That was like the highlight of the episode. And it's
1: like, Oh, Bell in so, your Australian accent. Hi. <laughs> keep talking. So that
0: places this on a timeline. That means mm-hmm. that Grumpy wasn't in prison for very long by the time Stealthy came and broke him out. Because when Belle is with Stoltzkin. Evil Queen is wearing black. So it's been after King Leopold's death. Or at least that's what we're assuming, but it's a very reasonable assumption because she's all black and black suits her after his death and she decides she's evil and all that. Black black suited (laughs) Uh, her
1: from birth. She didn't decide she was evil after she killed
0: Leopold. So so we think that Skin Deep happens after Snow White's uh, running away from the kingdom. Then Belle is there in the bar and Grumpy is there so, this must have been the time. I want to compare the outfits, but this must be the time that Rumple stilt skin for the second time. Yeah, because she was in. hurt.
2: She, yeah. She wouldn't have been hurt if he had just released her. Did you yeah. see how all
1: alone she was? There was nobody sitting around her. It was not nice.
0: And in the, the episode Skin Deep, when the queen found Belle. She went almost right back to the castle and Rumpelstiltskin had said something like back so soon and it all happened within a day. This is clearly the evening time she's hanging out in a bar which she wouldn't be doing if she suddenly decided I'm going to go back and kiss Rumpelstiltskin and break the curse. So she this also is wouldn't
1: be talking that after way After he cast uh, her. Uh,
0: out. Yeah, yeah.
3: did say who said Rumpelstiltskin was her first love? She could have had
0: someone before that possibly. I'm assuming guessed, um, it's Rumpelstiltskin yeah. but yeah, and the fact that she's else. there out in the middle of nowhere all yeah. by herself.
1: I'm sorry to say, but I would not analyze the specific wording of anything in this episode because I'm just not sure they were that <laughs> careful. You know, she, I don't With know. the whether, writers. I, think I'm looking at sloppy. the timeline
0: of this. So this uh-huh. has happened then after Skin Deep, or kind of during Skin Deep, really. And thus, after King Leopold's death and Snow White's running away, and... This has also been happening then you know, that fits into the other timeline of the dwarves because the dwarves haven't met Snow White yet. And Grumpy hasn't been imprisoned yet.
3: It's a little weird. Bell almost seems to be taking the place of what we typically saw in Disney character as Snow White, you
0: know, living with the dwarves and that type of thing. Well, she wasn't living, she was just hanging out in a bar. She was there for a minute. Oh. Yeah. Cool. I didn't know they just go there and
2: you can hang just out hang with out with dwarves.
1: You don't have to live with mm-hmm.
0: them. It's kinda cool that way. <laughs> dwarves are there for everyone.
2: <laughs> Scorps for everyone <laughs> <laughs> They're enough to hatch A couple
0: a couple other cool things that I caught in this Is we saw as The the harlot and the drunker Were going from Jeez. door to door Trying to sell candles For charity There was <laughs> a guy chewing a carrot Right Yeah. I'm thinking uh, Alice in Wonderland sure, Yeah I was not? here
2: the, the March Hare That's yeah. exactly what I That's exactly what I said See, actually when I saw it I was, I was like ah the March Hare
3: I was so tired. I was like, oh, it's the farmer from
1: Peter Rabbit. Way <laughs> off. Or. I'm like, wait, it that is, doesn't make any sense. It is Peter Rabbit. It is Peter Rabbit. His entire Incarnate. family was turned into rabbits. But in Storybrooke, no. They are not rabbits. They just are a really awkward family that eats carrots a lot when they answer the door.
3: No SJM. It's not Bugs Bunny. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Ron Studio.
1: <laughs> well, another lady. Okay, I'm not going to say that. Ron Tale. <laughs> <laughs> There's another Looney Tunes character I have in mind for the woman at the door too, but Oh, we'll by the it way, there.
0: it was even said in the episode, there are no fairy tale dwarves or no female dwarves. It was. Dwarf Lord said. of the Rings yes. said
3: there are. They just had beards. What? Oh, <laughs> oh. By the That's way, this, uh, the writer, I didn't look it up. Has he written other episodes, and do you know
0: which ones? Uh, I hate to throw know, it out there on the spot. you but... can check that out later. One thing that just after the episode, or during the episode, Dachshund had done a quick bit of research, searching for Nova, which I knew Nova would be something astronomy-related. And by the way, Astrid, also astronomy-related. Nova, just a quick search on it, reveals white dwarf star. And well, Nova was the fairy's name uh, in fairy tale Land. Astrid was her storybook name. Huh. Interesting. So a neat little connection there.
2: Cool. You know, I didn't really, I didn't really enjoy like their whole... Uh, like, the Blue Fairy explained to Dreamy as all of his attraction to Nova, it was, was it? Yeah. Was a dream. Like, I thought that was kind of lame. Yeah, his name's Dreamy. But it's like, just a dream. Just be, I mean, he got sprinkled with fairy dust.
0: By her. Which by was, her. Well, a dream in the sense of not like he was actually sleeping and was dreaming.
2: I know. It just seemed kind like of, a hope kind well, of dream. Yeah,
3: dreamy in the beginning seemed to be more like someone who could look in the positive side of things and take action when other people give up. And instead, yeah, I got the same idea. They're trying to portray the whole idea of you just
1: think you can do things but really you're just a dwarf who has no other place in the world so i guess eventually he's probably going to say you know what i am going to chase my dreams and then he's going to try to do the diamond thing he's going to have his dreams shattered <laughs> that's going to be sad i guess that's how he has no happy ending and he's in storybrook and
2: and he kept lying to know. her
1: i hope they don't I know spend a great and then she still of... loved him in the
3: end i know yeah
1: yeah it was
2: at least he owned up to it after a while he was like i lied to you the thing I'm is sorry
1: i just she kept doing stuff and i kept just wanting to say to him dude if you pursue her this is what your life will be <laughs> climbing things and rescuing her stuff and fixing i mean uh, you know clumsiness is okay but it seems to be a constant thing with her i think it's just dangerous this will not end well
0: yeah well we'd love to hear from you our listeners what you thought about this episode, and please don't send us your hate mail, but I want to hear serious stuff that you thought or caught from this episode. Discuss this stuff in the forums over at oncepodcast.com/ slash forums. If you want to send us feedback for the podcast, you can send that to feedback at oncepodcast.com or call our voicemail line and leave a message at 903-231-2221. And you can also send a voice message recorded right from your computer, please make sure you're close to your microphone, over at oncepodcast.com and click the send a voice message link on the right side or the little tab that's sticking out and that way we can get a voice message from you that way as well. You can also get the show notes over at oncepodcastcom slash 19. We're not going to really have much in the show notes because this is just initial reactions. But we would love for you to join us for our live episode this Wednesday evening at 8.30pm Eastern Time over at Noodle.mx. And we will discuss a lot of these things in more detail. We'll have reviewed a lot of the screenshots screenshots, and read some of the original stories and familiarized ourselves with some stuff. And we'd love your research to be a part of that. But of course, there's always the the forums where you can join in and chat and talk about stuff share your theories discuss things with a lot of other people over there and we've got some awesome topics going on over there and whoever it was that had guessed what dreamy would be about nailed it totally and i think a lot of people were probably feeling the same thing but
1: it was clearly brilliant i just wish they had had more than that one detail in the episode to surprise us yeah (laughs)
3: which by the way uh surprisingly was written by the same people who wrote, The Heart is a Lonely Hunter. What? Really? According to Wiki that Dachshund sent me. Wow. And I
1: just looked at it and... Uh, interesting. Yeah. We'll dig more into that
0: yeah. this week. So please send us your stories, or not stories, but send us what you think about these stories. <laughs> Rewrite
1: and... this episode and send us the script and we will enact it. <laughs>
0: feedback at oncepodcast.com or call 903-231-2221 and leave a voicemail there or go to oncepodcast.com and click the send a voice message link and tab on the right side you can follow the podcast on twitter and check our tweets from the paley fest where twitter.com slash once podcast and then you can follow each of us on twitter as well I'm Daniel J. Lewis. You can follow me at twitter.com slash the ramen noodle.
1: I'm Jeremy Laughlin. You can follow me at twitter.com slash L E P-H-L-E-G-O-N. I'm Dan Flynn. You can follow me at twitter.com slash
0: Design.
2: And I'm Jenny, and you can follow me at twitter.com slash jennysnook.
0: So we're so glad that you have joined us for this episode and have bared through <laughs> this episode of Once Upon a, <laughs> a Time. Not the best i think some little details that deserve some digging into
1: it's what made us grumpy no yeah. pun intended so thanks the for axe.
0: listening Once Podcast is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our podcasts like this one over at noodle.mx.